Thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Spin Room on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I'm Monty. And I'm Milius. And today we have our first ever mixtape review as well as the latest in music news. So I'm really looking forward to this mixtape review, James. It's of Little Pump self-titled, which just came out today as of recording. Yes, it did come out. It, it did come out, in fact. <laughs> um, oh, boy. We're in for a treat today. You guys are in for... Yes, you guys are in for a treat today. It's one of the most interesting, to say the least, mixtapes I've ever heard in my life. And one of the sure. most interesting of 2017. <laughs> sure. Let, let's get into the news, Monty. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's get right into the music news. So, some big drama between some very important music reviewers and a website online right now. So, basically, Anthony Fantana, if you don't know him is a music reviewer on YouTube, and he's gained quite a lot of notoriety and popularity just because of his videos are so interactive, and he's really jumped into the scene on YouTube and created a whole new genre of video. And he's up against a hit piece published by The Fader about, I'd say, three or four days ago, which basically accused him to pandering towards the alt-right because Anthony had a joke channel called That Is The Plan in which he reviewed the best rapper of 2017, like Temptation or Jake Cole, and just ripped into them, but did it in a way that was incredibly funny and ironic. So he made a lot of jokes that naturally were a bit edgy on these channels, or that is the plan. And the fader picked up on that and decided to publish a piece essentially calling him, like I said earlier, an alt-right individual who is pandering towards the alt-right and covering topics like Pizzagate and covering topics like Hillary Clinton in such a negative light and Which a racist. Is- Really, really funny when you take a step back from the situation and you notice that Anthony Fantano was an adamant Bernie Sanders supporter, is very vegan, and is very, very left-wing in his politics as well. His wife is also African-American. He's very very left-wing, but he's also very pro-speech. He's a great guy, and the fader just completely didn't ruin this guy's career because his fan base is backing him and whatnot, but... It's caused a lot of damage to it, and it's caused a lot of damage to his brand in general, which has been expanding. And it's really interesting, because the most popular music reviewer around right now hasn't written for Pitchfork, hasn't written for a major publication, but has really done it on his own, and has done it since he was in college, and has really inspired, I think, a lot of people to go out and review music and get into more music. I think Anthony Fantano is ahead of the curve, and people are trying to knock him down like the fader. And I just think it's so disingenuous. So Fantano deleted his videos on That Is The Plan um, when they were demonetized by YouTube. He didn't take it down just because he was afraid of the repercussions of it. And now his tour is essentially canceled. So he was going around to college campuses and talking about music with people. And that's essentially done. So he hasn't published a response yet. He says he's working on one. And I'm very excited to see when that happens. But... In other news, there's some more drama going on in the emo music scene oh, right now. Fun. So, as we talked about last week, there is a new album out by the band The World is a Beautiful Place and I Am No Longer Afraid to Die. Um, this band has had numerous lineup changes over the years. Um, their most recent lineup change has caused a bit of controversy. In 2016, Founding member Derek Nicole Scharnholz. Is that her last name? Yeah, I believe it is. Yeah, Derek Nicole Scharnholzer. Scharnholzer. Quit slash left the band. There's been some drama surrounding that. It's been said that it was because of personal reasons, but nothing really clear has come out about why she left the band. 
So the second now keep song, in mind she's also transgender, so this sort of plays into the whole drama yeah. that's happening right now. Yeah. So the second song on "The World Is a Beautiful Place" and "I Am No Longer Afraid to Die" is new album "Always Foreign" is titled "The Future," and the lyrics to this song have caused some controversy. So we're gonna play a sample of that song right now. That, of course, was from The Future by The World is a Beautiful Place and I Am No Longer Afraid to Die. And as you heard, the lyrics to this song are, uh, they go along the lines of execute the queen, send her body out to sea, stuff like that. And evidently this song is about former member Derek Nicole Shanholzer. This has drawn some um, criticism from other bands in the scene, most notably uh, the guitarist of the band Dads, which broke up a couple years ago. He took to Twitter to express his outrage to this, saying, quote, Imagine the backlash dads would have gotten if we had a song against our trans woman ex-member entitled Execute the Queen. <laughs> Thinking emoji. The scene is dumb. In another tweet, Imagine the backlash we would have, had, got, we would have gotten if 90% of emo fans didn't blindly believe outed abusers and spread rumors about us. Hmm. The scene is full of a bunch of Paris Hilton wannabes in jorts and dad hats. Keep in mind that... Uh, uh, the world is a beautiful place. Has said some critical things of dads in the past, caused some drama yeah, with them, for a while. accused them of some things that didn't happen. Well, as at the same time, members of the world is a beautiful place have been accused of abuse, uh, sexual abuse specifically. It's, it's just, also worth noting that the world is a beautiful place has been very outspoken against uh, the police, police force specifically. And Donald Trump. Donald but, Trump. I think they tweeted back after Dallas happened that it was. Not a bad thing that the cops got shot. Yeah, they, they said some things along those lines. Yeah, they've, been, they've always been pretty edgy. Yeah. Uh, that being said, uh, the album got an eight from Pitchfork. Uh, that matters to you. I, you know, musically, I've always liked this band. It's really hard sometimes to separate the art from the artist. But if you can, I think that this band's worth listening to. Yeah, go check it out. Um, but anyways, go check that out if you are interested. And on the non-drama end, some <laughs> things that will take away from all that drama um wolf parade ended their six-year hiatus uh, their new album is called cry 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 and it's out via sub pop you may remember them from their 2005 album apologies to the queen mary which was a pretty interesting interpol-esque take on dance pop ghostface killer announced his own cryptocurrency it's called cream everyone's hopping on that bandwagon everybody is <laughs> and burial which hasn't released a new album in a long time announced a new single called pre-dawn slash indoors 12 it's not out yet and of course, Tom Petty died. Very sad. Very sad. It's it's the way that was reported was quite sad too. Cause oh, Tom Petty's dead. Oh, Tom Petty's not actually dead. Oh wait, yes, he is actually dead. There was a lot of confusion so, sort of surrounding sucked. his death. Yeah, and his daughter was very upset about that as well. Yeah, it's quite unfortunate. All right, so that does it for the latest music news. Now I figure it's time to get into the crux of this episode and yeah. do a review. Reminder of- that you're listening to 101.7 WRFH-FM Radio Free Hillsdale. This is The Spin Room with Monty and Milius. Yes. And let's get into this review of Lil Pump by Lil Pump. 
Yeah, it's his um, <laughs> self-titled mixtape. So if you can hear the feeling in my voice right now, this isn't a good mixtape. <laughs> Here's some facts about Little Pump. He's 17 years old, and he's from Miami, Florida. Wow. He's been putting out singles since February of 2016 when he was, I think, 16, just 16 years old. Yeah. <laughs> um, he is into lean, Molly, and several other drugs. I don't know where his parents are. <laughs> Nobody really knows where his parents are. You figure that they might want to know that his their son is doing this. And though. rapping about sipping on lean and, and flexing. Flexing, yeah. Uh, he's... He's well known for his edgy Snapchats and drugged out behavior. It's always a fun time to click through his Snapchats and really want to cry. The uh, the main themes of this album include Molly, flexin', and bangin'. Yep, basically. <laughs> he's also sort of a meme. He's garnished a lot of attention just because of his behavior and because he's 17 years old and somehow pulls a lot of weight in the rap scene right now. Like, it's even weirder than XXX Temptation being popular because you can sort of see why that's a thing, but I really don't understand why Little Pump is famous and why he's getting people like Little Yachty on his album. Little Lil Yachty, uh, 2 Chains, Rick Ross featured on this album. Like, there's some big names here. No, there, there's for sure some big names. So basically, this mixtape came into fruition, and I know, album and mixtape will sort of use the same thing. It's basically what the art, ever the artist calls it. But this mixtape came to fruition over a period of about a year. It's a lot of singles that are mashed up in the one album and a lot of new songs. And it's just, we'll get right to the main point. <laughs> We're it's, kind of at a loss for words here. We it's apologize. Not good. <laughs> it's not good. So the first song on this album, which is called What You Saying, and it features Smoke Perp, which Who is, is best friends with yeah, best uh, friends. Lil Pump. They're, they're buddies. Uh, they it has go an, way back. <laughs> To the time he was 12 years old. Uh, he it has an abhorrent beat. It's not only uncreative, but it's annoying, and it's about flexing over a piano beat. So you'll find that most of the songs on this mixtape are about flexing, and they mostly sound like they were made on a Casio keyboard. No, they're, it's just terrible. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even sure if we can play a sample of this song, but let's play a sample of the part where he's not talking about um, hood rat stuff right now what you got say what you got say what you got say what you got say pull up in the rave flexing that day Gucci everything Louis everything what you got say what you got say what you got to 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 say that of course comes from what you say and by little pump featuring smoke perp and we apologize guys there's not going to be as many samples from songs on this episode it's sort of hard to do because there are a lot of expletives in most of these songs and it's hard to string together more than maybe five seconds of song without expletives we so. should start a podcast so we can just broadcast yeah <laughs> yeah for a future a, idea yeah, yeah. A future <laughs> idea. so one of his more popular songs gucci gang is probably one of my favorite songs in the album actually and that's saying something because it's still not a good song it's yeah, still incredibly I, generic i don't know if i could call it one of my favorites even because it's not good whatsoever it's it's maybe slightly more redeemable it's slightly more redeemable um and the big issue with this album that i have on a serious note is that it feels like little pump is taking generic youtube beats that are royalty free wrapping over them the same three verses repeated over and over and over again, getting some big names on his album to try to make it better, but it really doesn't because half these big names are washed up already. 
and just putting in awkward fade outs not knowing how to really end a song or create create a song that is worth anything like and it relies so much on trap motifs which are so overdone now like he says Bert like thousands of times can we get play a sample of the sound that he makes right yeah, now here, here here's little pump saying Bert that, that's the most surreal sample I think we've ever played. Yeah. Uh, that's a sample so, of Little Pump saying Bert. A big issue with Little Pump on this album is that so many of his lyrics and so much of his flow is centered around repeating the same thing four yeah. to eight to 16 times and often rhyming the same word with the, the same, same word <laughs> that he's already said. It's, it's um, let's, let's pull out one of the best lines or best bars of this entire this entire mixtape and it's found on the song uh the song iced out iced out featuring two chains this song is this is terrible but this one line when i was listening to this album with monty we both just bursted out laughing and we were listening keep in mind together we don't really listen to albums together when we listen to them because of our schedules not working but this time we were able to and it goes like this ice 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 sneeze it ice (laughs) Ice. Oh no! It's uh, ice. Ice freeze at first, and then ice. 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 Sneeze. Here, it. We'll, we'll play it for you guys right now. This is from Iced Out by Lil Pump. Ice. 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 Freeze. Ice. 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 Sneeze. And that, of course, is Two Chains verse on Iced Out by Lil Pump, and it's it's the features on this album make it slightly better. All right, the features work in this in this mixtape's favor. In a degree where I think, you know, it makes it slightly, some of the songs slightly redeemable in comparison to the others. But like we said before, it seems that Little Pump just rinses and repeats the same formula over and over and over and over again until you feel like you can't take it anymore. And something important to note out is that the formula didn't work in the first place. It's like he tried to cook something that tasted awful, and he's like, well, let's do the exact same thing to try to make it better. Yeah, and I also think that not a lot of thought went into the sequencing of this album whatsoever, because every song, like I said, sounds the same. You can't really, it wouldn't matter how this album was um, sequenced. Every song feels like it could be a single that he could release on SoundCloud, which is, by the way, where he releases his music, and there's nothing that really stands out. I mean, there's a few songs where I feel like there's elements of it which are so weird, there's, like, a, there's a few places where I'd say things stand out, but not because they're good, because they're bewildering. Like, the, for example, the intro to the song D-Rose which made is, me also burst out laughing. Let's, we're going to play that. We're going to yeah. play it right now. Here's a sample from D-Rose by Lil Pump. Low pump, D-Rose, ooh. Man. That was uh, from D-Rose by Lil Pump. That was of also course, very surreal. Referencing the uh, former Chicago Bulls point guard, Derrick Rose. And I, think it's more, I think it's more referencing the shoes, the brand of shoes that he has. Yeah, it must be. It's really ironic, though, that he has a song about Derrick Rose, and all of the features on this album are washed up rappers for the most part and when Derrick Rose is probably one of the most washed up NBA players oh, at this for point. Sure. 
<laughs> Anyways, uh, there there's one feature on this album that I kind of enjoy. Is that the Little Yachty feature? I am a huge fan of Little Yachty. Um, that's th- maybe a guilty pleasure. Maybe I shouldn't admit that on I'm air. I'm not a big fan of Little Yachty. But I'm a huge fan of Little Yachty. I'm not um, a big fan of the of this feature either. And he has a feature on the song Back by Lil Pump here. I, I'm not going to play a sample of it because I don't think I can. Um, but it's... It's definitely one of the worst things that Lil Yachty's ever done, oh, but it's at least, like, kind of fun. I don't know. My, my biggest issue with this album, a lot of the musicians in this genre don't take themselves seriously. No, not, they're, they're all based off of, you know, trying to get attention online. That's it. Yeah, that's the thing, and I understand that, and I think that it's forgivable with certain artists like Lil Yachty, like Gucci Mane, like Ugly God, because they make it fun. It's fun to listen to a Lil Yachty album. It's fun to listen to an Ugly God mixtape. It is not fun to listen to Lil Pump's mixtape here. There's nothing <laughs> fun about it. It's like, so when I was in elementary school for breakfast sometimes, I would eat um, the tube yogurt that they have, right? Yeah. This album sounds like the generic great value brand tube s- tubed strawberry yogurt that's been left in the microwave. Um, it, it's not good. It's like a spoiled strawberry flavored pizza gosh it's so bad this album's not good i'd like um i'd like you to keep in mind again <laughs> that this this child is 17 years old where are his parents no where, where, where are his parents where are his parents but keep in mind about the lyrical content of this album we can't play a lot of samples because this dude's rapping about flexing flexing uh doing explicit things to women this, this is uh, bad. It's having foreign cars and driving Maseratis and... And bleeping foreign bleeps and... and <laughs> God, I wish I could play a lot of these songs. Go, you, you guys should go listen to go, like 30 seconds of every song on this album just li- to see how bad it go is. Go listen to the hook on foreign. Go go listen to it. <laughs> um, It's... Gosh. Remember that also most of these songs were written when he was like, 16. 16 and 15, yeah. Yeah, like this kid's a sophomore in high school, or he was he when was he wrote was when he, he Yeah, when he wrote them. And, you know, the lyrical content feels like it. I know for a fact myself as a sophomore in high school could have done this. Yeah, it's... It would have been just as bad, too, because, you know, I don't think Little Pump has good flow. He has monotonal flow. It doesn't change. It, it's the same thing over and over again. He says the same thing five times, and then... Oh, here's the hook, and here's a guy like Lil Yachty on the track. Oh, it's big news. Um, Speaking of saying the same thing over and over again, you're listening to The Spin Room on 101.7 WRFH-FM with Monty and Milius. So talk about Boss, the song Boss on this album. It's intro, all right? Like we were talking about the surreal on this album. There's a lot of surreal elements. It feels like like a modernist painting almost, but really bad. We're going to we're going to play the intro to Boss before the lyrics come in just to give you a sense of how surreal this is. You're going to like I feel like if you had listened to this without any context, it would make everybody stand up in their seat and be like what's going on. So here's here's the intro to Boss by Lil Pump. Oh. Yeah. Lil Pump. Yeah. Did you get it? Did you catch that? That was the uh, was that the AIM messenger sound from like two thousand one. It's the iPhone sound. Is that an iPhone? Oh, it's an iPhone it's sound. It's an iPhone okay. sound, man. He he like drops the bars after the iPhone sound. I don't I, I don't understand this. It feels oddly trendy and it feels this, hardcore. This feels like a knockoff version of Little B. 
Like it, it's <laughs> at least Lil B's fun to listen to because he was like kind of zany and like like he's not good, but he, he it's fun. This isn't even fun. It's like he's got these the beats that he uses sound like horrorcore beats that he made on a Casio yeah, it, keyboard. It really did. Yeah. Uh. So. Oh my gosh. I cannot believe how bad this album is. It's no, egregious. It's it's terrible. <laughs> uh. I you should sh- also everyone mention- should go listen to it once. To go see how bad it is. So, final thoughts about this album. My final thoughts about this album are that I wish it never came out. Mm-hmm. I wish that Lil Pump did something more constructive with his life. I'm going to give this album a Where Are Your Parents out of 10. That's a solid rating. <laughs> solid rating. Um, so, for me, this album feels like being really trashed at a terrible party. <laughs> it's like what Lil Pump was going for then it's it feels like what he was going for was trying to make the five o'clock vodka of rap <laughs> it's just not good it feels like it came out of a gas station and it's really bad it, it it's just absolutely inherently terrible i'm gonna give this can't use where your parents out of town you you gave it that <laughs> but really there's nothing else to say where are your parents stay in school kids i give this a I, stay in school out of ten <laughs> i i give this a um Please never grace my ears again out of 10. Like, this isn't even funny as a meme. This is just bad. Well, thanks for listening, guys. This has been The Spin Room with Monty and Milius. And, of course, this is 101.7 Radio Free Hillsdale, WRFH-FM. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for listening.